Curran. Welcome back, everybody. The Figure It Out podcast with me, Chandler Collins. I am fired up for tonight, folks. We have a full house, packed house. Big episode tonight. Lots to talk about, lots to discuss. Newcomer on the podcast tonight as well. <sighs> Alyssa, we'll start with you. Welcome back. Episode two for you. By the way, this is episode 19 of the figure it out podcast i can't believe this is number 19 already um now that does include a couple of um sheep's quick reactions and a little shorter episodes but still that's not that many we've we're we're on a pretty good foot here so far Alyssa, what do you think how was your day give it let me hear it (laughs) uh day's been pretty good thank you for asking um had an early early morning because my dog bandit as mentioned in the previous episodes got some fleas oh. got fleas fleas yeah, dude. i noticed he's... oh so bad so bad he's he, a mutt. i noticed he was he is not a mutt i noticed he was itchy and so i looked at his belly and i was like oh man those things are jumping what are those right. so oh. I was pulling him off and he was looking at me like what have you done Right. And so I looked at the calendar and realized I was two weeks late on his flea and tick medicine. Wow. Neglect. Detrimental. Well, so in a it kind of in a weird way, I'd like to point out that you could just say that you were conducting a test of the medicine. Because obviously the medicine was what was preventing. <laughs> and then Definitely. you didn't give him the medicine and then the fleas came. So that actually helps you in a way. I can I can write a pretty good review of their product and say yeah like you know it's a pretty good medicine because I forgot to give it to him and he got sleep, <laughs> exactly so. exactly well, that's awesome I was a week it had been a week and then we went to Monette over the weekend and they were the doll the dogs were running around in the tall grass and then we came home and we were paying dearly so you know fleas reminds me of lice in a in a way that people always talk about pets getting them and humans getting lice but does it happen that often i don't know a single human that's gotten lice yeah no i and none of my dogs ever got fleas but i guess you're you're a a real life example but (laughs) exactly yeah i I don't think it's real current you got anything for me on that well come on buddy uh i've never had lice Um, you ever known you ever known somebody with lice Never, never known anybody with lice. Don't have any cool stories. All my dogs have been pretty clean. I don't know what is going on up there in Springfield, but yeah, <clears throat> I haven't met a person ever. So just a quick sidebar, but Alyssa, glad you're doing well. Um, uh, real fast before I, before I move on, how's the volleyball team doing? How was the weekend? I saw we got a couple wins, maybe a loss here or there. Yeah, we won in. I think four to Albany, New York, which one of my old coaches from my very first regime is now at Albany. So it was nice to see him. And is that Jake? Jake Baru. He was at Oklahoma, now at Illinois State, but it was Adam Rowland. Oh, oh I, I never He met was originally Adam at Nebraska and then came to us, Albany. Okay. Continue. But um, you beat Albany. Four, Albany. Yeah. Lost in three to KU. Okay. Respectable team. Yeah, I'd eh. say. 
No, a respectable team, not a respectable university. We can say that. Do you have a problem with KU? Just keep uh, going. Nah, it's fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then um, Saturday afternoon, we won in five to uh, UMKC. You were right. They are a great team. They played really well. And big win. That's a that's a good win. They were at one point when they left Cape Girardeau, they were nine and zero. Yeah, so they that's, hadn't, they, definitely they hadn't been doing they hadn't been doing much losing. So that's a big win for the Bears. Awesome to hear. Uh, yeah, they're definitely a top fifty program. So that was huge. Hell yeah, awesome. Um, moving on, Curran. Moving to you, buddy. How are you? Quickly. Uh, not too bad. Feeling good. Happy to be here. I've got a feeling that you've got some current events on the docket for tonight. I have two pages of notes uh, that I'm going to get into myself. So we uh, we could be on to something here, brother. Oh, I love where this is headed, baby. And that turns me over to the third and final guest I have on tonight. His first time on the podcast. Met him back in, let's say, 2001, maybe. Went to elementary through high school together. My best friend, Garrett Skipworth. Skippy, how are you, buddy? What's up, Chan? Super happy to be here, man. Um, very cool how me, you, and Curran and Alyssa are all on here. Yeah. You know, living in different cities, doing our own thing, but we still get to connect. Um, so, yeah, man, you're exactly right. We've known each other since kindergarten, been best friends ever since. So uh, the podcast has been great. You know, as our good buddy Ryan Wester used to always say, it's a great day to have a great day. Um, may his soul continue to rest in peace. Love you, R. West. Um, so major props to you for doing the, the podcast in the first place. It's been great so far, like I said. And uh, we're about to be chilling and having a good convo. So thanks for having me, man. No problem, buddy. Glad to have you on. Skip was a William Jewell Cardinal up there in uh, Kansas City. That's where you're living now, right, Skip? Yes, sir. Uh, went to William Jewell and played basketball there from 2015 to 2019 and uh, currently still living in Kansas City. So love it up here. Um, you know, Springfield will always be home, but right. really, really enjoy it up here in Kansas City. Love having the Chiefs. Love having all my friends up here. Um, so it's a great time, man. Can't complain. Right. Yeah, I could definitely live in Kansas City. I love it. Um, anyway, you can turn your camera on or... You don't, I mean, you don't have to have it on, but. Yeah, there you go. It's good to see you, buddy. <laughs> you too, bro. Face. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, hey, let's hop I'm in. I'm smiling about 95% of the time for sure. <laughs> it's a great trait. Let's, uh, let's hop in here. First thing, I, I'm going to go through a kind of a list here of crazy things I've seen since we last talked. Love it. Um, I'll start off with, have you guys seen what's going on at LSU? I have not, Chandler, not even a little bit. Okay, I'm going to start us off on, would you believe it, a COVID train. Oh, here we go. I've, I've actually got some COVID stuff tonight. I'm kind of fired <laughs> up to talk about it. But um, LSU is requiring their students to be vaccinated. And if A, they don't get vaccinated, or B, provide proof that they're vaccinated, they are unenrolling them. What? Yes. Oh, my gosh. I believe it was – wait, actually, you know what? Veteran move. I have the article pulled up. <laughs> okay. 
78 students received an email Tuesday evening informing them that they had been reassigned, or excuse me, resigned from the college and provided a 50% refund. This was published five days ago. So I'm guessing the, they were given the opportunity to get vaccinated and they declined then, or was this I, out of blue? I guess so, yeah, because it's free to everybody. So there is really no, you know, if you're going to require it, there's no like thing you can really argue, you know, like I can't. When's the first, it. when's the first lawsuit going to happen? That's the biggest question now. Has anyone filed? I don't know. Hold on. Let's keep rolling. Um, as a student, you were sent no, numerous notifications regarding the entry test requirement and reminders to comply. You, you can re-enroll at the university, but you have to email the Office of Academic Affairs and uh, prove that you're vaccinated, and then they'll reinstate you in your classes. Wow. So they just, I mean, I guess it is already. So they I mean, just literally, they only gave them a 50% refund and kicked them out of the school straight up. Yeah. And you can opt back in if you want. Just go ahead and go get vaxxed. I Which, guess we'll see how that flies. Quick note on vaxes, Pfizer, safe, kids, 5 to 11 uh, is what they say today. So I think I thought I also saw that they also said, let's get another booster. That'll make you even even more immune. Yeah, the booster was declined. By the I'm out on boosters. I'm not getting a booster. It, 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 it just comes to a point where it's like, okay, well, now it just seems like you're putting all – like, I'm fine with getting the vaccine, but then, you know, it's like, why why the booster? Let me just live my life. I did what you told me to do the first time. I shouldn't have to do it again. You know, <laughs> kind of one of those things. Is a booster against the carnivore diet? Is that why you're, is that? <laughs> I'm dying to hear about that. Too. <laughs> it, it's, uh, yeah, it's against it. I can't have okay. it. <laughs> okay, there you go. So I'll use that. So what about these, um, Real quick, while you say, though, that like LSU is kicking out these these students, there are also a couple religions out there that state that part of the religion is that they can't have any vaccines whatsoever. What if what if one of the students happens to be part of that religion? Then, you know, then what do we have? Yeah, you're opening up a can of worms that I don't want any part of. <laughs> so I want to hear what Garrett has to say about that. Yeah, that's I had no idea that that was going on. Um, that that is pretty crazy. I don't know how yeah. that's possible that they can do that. Um, and just out of curiosity, Chan, were those students that you mentioned, were they athletes or were they just regular students at the school? It didn't specify. It just said 73 students. So I, I, I don't know if there were student athletes at a school as big as LSU. It's probably possible that 70 or yeah, 78 of them weren't athletes. So I don't know. But I would yeah, imagine that's... that if, if one of them was an athlete, you would have heard about it. Yeah, that's going to be very interesting to see the outcome of that because, you know, you're going to have a lot of very upset people. And, um, you know, it's there's really no, like, way to prove if that's right or wrong type of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, there's, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's yeah. the biggest thing with, with all this COVID, man. It's just it's really unfortunate because, you know, um there's there's just no right or wrong definitive answer for anything and a lot of it's just so up in the air so um i'll be very interested to see what ends up coming out of that and it's just all so different there is no uniformity every place is different like it's ridiculous yeah 
Yeah, Absolutely. the ethics that are going into that and all the mandates and protocols are huge. Like you walk in to a building across the road and you don't have to have a mask and everyone's fine. And then you walk into a building on the other side of the road and like you better have a fucking mask on. <laughs> yeah. Like or Get that vax card ready. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking show me you got a vaccine. <laughs> I'm just so I'm legit just sick and tired of it. It's horrible. So let's talk about something positive. Uh, Yay. I started a new show on HBO, guys. I was going to skip a little bit before. Mayor, Mayor of Easttown. That won some, some Emmys this weekend. Yeah, I highly recommend it to everybody if you have HBO. And real quick shout out, no free ads. HBO is the best streaming service there is. <laughs> True. Without a doubt. Because well, they combine with Hulu. They combine with Hulu and Showtime, right? Hulu stinks. They need to fix the interface of that platform it so blows. true it literally is horrible it is horrible it's horrible what's, what what what's so bad about it it's just a way that like you're you're trying to find something and it's like yeah. it's just showing me pictures which like right. i get it but I need to read what this shit is. I just don't know what every actor is in just by looking at it. So then I got to click on it. Then it's got to get big. And then it tells me what it is. It's like, just, just make it easy. Like HBO, no free ads, but HBO. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, And the quality of shows on HBO is just unmatched. I mean, there's going to be very hard to find a bad show on HBO. So um, really glad you brought that up, Shan, because I've been curious lately actually is, Because, I mean, there's so many streaming services nowadays. So I was curious what your guys' thoughts were as soon as you brought this up. What what you guys think as far as, you know, Hulu, YouTube TV, stuff like that. Like kind of what your guys' thoughts are on which one is the best. Aaron? You know, I think Chandler nailed it on the head. HBO is the best by far. But I just want to give a little quick tip little life tip to anyone out there if you watch youtube on your computer at all okay you need to search youtube ad blocker extension for crown (laughs) and then you put it on and there's no more ads on youtube and now you can watch youtube without ads and i i hate to say it but i might be addicted to youtube especially (laughs) now that i don't have ads on it that thing is just running in the background Hey, noted, Curran, because I am a very big YouTube fan, so I will oh. 100% be hopping on that. Oh, it, it will literally change your life. It's awesome. <laughs> Alyssa, Alyssa, what do you, what do you think? think? Oh. Oh, Queens. Yeah. Oh, no, I got you. <laughs> no, I got you on my end. No way. Um, well, all the stuff I watch is on Hulu. Hulu or Netflix. I don't mean I only I was paying for that's because you're watching The Bachelor the day after aren't you correct because my apartment stopped paying for cable and didn't tell anybody so I went to go watch it one night and I was like hey I went to the office the next morning and said hey it's not working and they said yeah it shouldn't be we're not paying for it that's lame as fuck what the hell is that about Kensington downgrading I know oh you live in Kensington yeah oh I thought you were a bear villager no I'm not (laughs) really yeah but anyway i was paying for hbo when game of thrones was on and now i'm more netflix hulu 
Oh my gosh, Game of Thrones. Currents so all butthurt because of the way it ended. I love the way it ended, dude. Cersei uh-uh. went out no, honorable. You didn't. Oh, no, you, you chose did. Death by rocks. Yeah, Cersei was the best oh. character on the show. She made the show, guys. Well, she was necessary, but I would have a different ending. Sorry. You guys don't bought you didn't like Cersei? I love Cersei. She was necessary, but I mean Oh, she was more than necessary. She wasn't fucking necessary. To die in the arms of her incestual, incestual? I don't know what it is. Her incest Whoa, brother. I don't know about that, Alyssa. <laughs> I mean, could have been better. Hey, and yeah. Alyssa, since it seems like you love Netflix, I just cannot believe, I mean, it baffles me that they took the office off of Netflix. Like, how is that possible? Peacock now, too? Like, Peacock. Come on, too many. Peacock it's strong crazy. Arm, yeah. yeah, it pretty much blows my mind that they took the office off of Netflix. I mean, that's one of the greatest shows of all time. Yeah, Absolutely. but I, Skip, I gotta say something real quick, guys, because I have Peacock, and so I have all the office and Parks and Rec and Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Honestly, I forgot to include Peacock in the battle of best streaming apps, and I might have... I'm not gonna retract... I'm no, it's not. It's not. To retract, but <laughs> it's not. It's good. Hey, hey, Jim. Here, wait. Let me, as a rebuttal, I, the other day, signed up for a free month of Peacock so I could watch one of the football games because I, I, maybe it was Cowboys Tampa. I, the only way that it was streaming was on Peacock. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to sign up for this free month. And in a month, I'm just going to forget to cancel. And I guess I'll just. I guess I'll just have a subscription to Peacock. So now I've been watching Parks and Rec again. Wow. Isn't it so good? So good. Dude, my morning routine is I wake up, quick rinse in the shower, a couple cups of coffee while watching Epps, dude. It's such a good morning. A couple Epps of Parks and Rec. I cannot have a bad day after that. (laughs) That's That's a pretty good start to the day, Chan. Dude, I have two cups of coffee and I watch two episodes a morning. That's... That is a solid start to the day. I mean, come on, guys. It's like I want to wake up. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh... And most people are dreading it. I'm like, I-, I can't wait till the alarm clock goes off. Yeah, like Steck. I beat the alarm clock. Yeah. <laughs> is your mattress on the ground too? Yeah, literally. I sleep just like that. And how did that go? Uh, how did it go, Chandler? He said, uh, "You gotta like, make, go you home gotta and put your mattress yourself? on the ground so that yeah. to even to just start your day and wake up, you gotta get up. You gotta get up off the ground to start your day." Yeah, it was actually kind of crazy. Like, who would do that? Um, and actually, this just popped into my head. Guess what? We well, two things. One. Zoom figured out podcast now a one year subscriber to Zoom. That's pretty sick. Nice. <laughs> and Ooh. second of all, um, me, Garrett, and Curran all have something in common here, and it all has to do with sports. And I think I'm the only one that knows it because I know Curran doesn't know it. The only person that that could know it is Skip. What do you three think that me, Skip, and Curran? have in common that's sports related can we get like a hint of some kind of like one word hint 
Okay, college sports. Oh, well, that takes out my... Uh, uh, college basketball? No. Yep, that's Either. not true. Um, Did you all have the same coach at one point or something? Warmer. Ooh. We all played Ooh, for... That, hey, that just... Excellent guess, Alyssa, because I think that we all had the same strength and conditioning coach at one yep. point. We all have been coached by Coach Lang. Coach yes, Lang! Sir. Shout out, dude. <laughs> yeah, I miss Coach Lang. Actually. Me too. I love Coach Lang, honestly. When yeah, he, best one. When he first got to Missouri State, he and I did not get along. And as <laughs> I like <laughs> and as I like try to kind of buy in more, we got a lot closer. And by the end, we were really close. As a matter of fact, he sat, he was the coach that I sat with at that senior lunch thing they had for us, you know, Craig? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was, it was pretty sick for the last meal to be with him. Yeah, I bet he was. Because he was so tired of all the just antics within the organization, you know? Yeah, I don't think he ever was in – he was honestly there for us, really, is what it always felt like. Yeah. Is that he was he was there for the football guys and or, – or for all athletics, but he was there for the football guys, and, you know, he let me slide a couple times for sure. Um, yeah, he so was there for out. us, for yeah. sure. He was really sick. Skip, you really liked him too, didn't you? Yeah, man. He was uh, my coach my freshman year. So that was like, That's you know, awesome. that was that was the first coach that I ever had as far as strength and conditioning. And Your in- introduction. Um, I mean, dude, you guys know, like high school sports and and um, club sports growing up. I mean, it's great. It's competitive. But college sports is just a whole different yeah. ball game. And so having Coach Lang there being a great dude, being a great coach. I mean, it, it was a super good first year, super good first experience. And, um, yeah, that's such a small world, man, that we all share that in common. And, um, Chan, I, I, uh, I'm glad that you originally didn't like him, but you got to know him a little bit better and that you guys ended up on good terms. So that, yeah, <laughs> that's, it was, that's good uh, to hear, man. Yeah, it was, it was, it was cool to look back on it. Cause like, since we're cool now, if I like saw him or like wanted to go grab a beer with him, I think it'd be sick. But like, there was a time where <laughs> I didn't think that was ever going to be a possibility. <laughs> hey, well, you, you'd have I, to fight for a time slot with uh, Fermanek, you know? Yeah, true. He those he two are boys. Their noses in each other's ass every day. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. This but, this is kind of something that I wanted to bring up now that you now that you talked about that. But isn't it crazy, man? How much of a, an impact that coaches have on athletes' lives? Yeah, huge. It, it's, true. And and unfortunately, like it can be positive or it can be negative. Like you could, yeah. I've, I've heard a lot of cases where people have had negative, uh, like negatively been impacted by their coaches. So, mm-hmm. but I'm lucky that I have never had that. I think all the coaches I've ever had, you know, still positive. I worked for one. That was cool. Working for your coach um, yep. like, on the staff in a different, in a different mindset. Um, yeah. <laughs> And and really, I had a my college coach really got me this job here at SEMO. So like, they're a great person to have in your corner for sure. Um, Curran, 
Yeah, speaking of coaches, uh, how's uh, is, is Bark or not Barkama? <laughs> Kramer. Kramer. Yeah. Yeah, he's great. I was actually just texting with him today. Yeah, is he gonna make an appearance? We need to get him on. I think he would come on. I think in the off season I might be able to get him on. Oh, but I think also awesome. like it probably would have to be more of a little little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But we could definitely do it. I definitely know. I definitely have good questions I could ask him for sure. I mean, of all the coaches that gave the most ass chewings. Yeah. In the, in the, in the funniest ways, too. It is definitely Coach Kramer, man. Man, and he chewed some ass, yeah. bro. I remember when he yelled at Zach Drake one time. Sorry, <laughs> Zach. But I remember yeah. when he yelled at you, and I think I was in the other room like, oh, no. <laughs> no, dude, he, did, he didn't chew anyone's ass more than Armand <laughs> and Jordan Frazier. <laughs> <laughs> those dudes uh, got it good bro they got it real good but that's, that's hilarious i like how this all started because we started talking about mayor of east town <laughs> <laughs> haven't watched you have you have you gave up on peakies or you still watching Peaky yeah. Blinders? yeah i pretty much for the most part halted all viewing <laughs> for a mayor gotcha i haven't been watching a single minute of Peaky blinders um but I do want to bring up another. This is going back to YouTube. Just finished, watch, finished watching uh, Coach Prime on Netflix. Or not Netflix, YouTube, sorry. Have you guys seen that? Barstool's uh-uh. been doing it. So Barstool Sports, uh, if you guys are familiar with, his name is Dana Beers. He's like, he's a video guy, but he also is pretty famous. Anyway, he's following, a, he's following along Jackson State University, who is coached uh-huh. by Dion Sanders. Yep. Oh, yeah. And Dion works for Barstool, too. So, like, he's provided them this all-access. Like, it's like a it's, – it's essentially hard knocks for free on YouTube. And, like, it's all about Dion Sanders and his, and his college team. Like, Jackson State's FCS – so, I mean, it's pretty sick. Like, they played a team this past week that SEMO plays on Saturday. So, like, those guys are wow. on the show. Yeah, it's sick. But it's cool. Like, I mean, dude, I don't know how much you guys know, but, like, Dion is sick. Like, he's <laughs> so such a sick. sick. Such a sick player. I don't know if you have seen his 30 for 30 on ESPN about how he played in a football game. He played in the NFL game and then flew to Atlanta to play in, like, the 1996 division playoffs for the Braves in the same day. Yeah, that's so unreal. That is I, don't so know, I don't know if people – I don't think people talk about that enough. Like, Bo played both, but that never happened to him. Like, dude, the same day. And, it, and yeah. I'm not even kidding you. I think something crazy in the baseball game happened. Like, I'm, I think – he either like stole a base or he like hit in, he got the game winning hit. Like something crazy like that, I think, happened in that Braves game where he played the football game. I mean, that is that's that's fucking sick. No one can say that. Not even hey, I do have a story kind of like that. I, I it's a little less cool. Oh, but... Curran, I'd love to hear this. Okay. <laughs> He's rolling his eyes for the audience. Um, <clears throat> there was a kid in Monette, uh, last name Cody. I think it was Cameron Cody. 
I'm sorry if I got your name wrong, but it was definitely a Cody. He played in Monet's division uh, championship game in football in the morning. And then Jack Henry, shout out, used one of their jets and flew him from Kansas City back to Monet so he could play in the division championship in soccer because he played both sports, football and soccer. They won both matches. So pretty, pretty, pretty badass. I mean, you got to admit, pretty badass for a high schooler to win two division, win two division champs in a single day. That's pretty sweet. Okay, I'll actually get that too. That is kind of sick. Not on the same scale, lower scale. But definitely, definitely still, not on the same scale. Still cool. I will give you that. It would, that story exceeded my expectations. <laughs> I think the best part was the jet. Yeah, yeah. the jet was sick. Um, and especially if you know Jack Henry, like, I'm sure it wasn't some, you know, Cessna. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it was a PJ, if you know what I mean. Yeah, they just they they did happen to have a flight coming out of there, so that's even better. Um, Alyssa, do you want to start with true crime or do you want to go to news first? I, know, true, I like true crime. Yeah, but I didn't know if you want to save it for the end or if you want to go now. Uh, you know what? Yeah, we'll wait till the end. It's a good okay. idea. All right. Well, I'll start with something that caught my eye in terms of the news. Um, since last week, uh, the Met Gala, I was very interested in that. Um, not only, or I really wasn't even interested until uh, today when I started to do some reading. I saw AOC's dress. If you guys are familiar with what she wore to the Met Gala, tax, tax the, rich. the rich. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I watched a very interesting interview with the dress designer. Uh, her name is Aurora James. And um, her company has been under some criticism because she, like, is teaming up with AOC about taxing the rich, yada, yada, yada. Meanwhile, she's super rich and isn't paying her taxes. Of course. Um, Have you guys heard of this at all? No. Yeah, so her company is called Brother Velius. It's some designer company, like, you know, like fashion brand, icon, whatever. Right. Um, I really got into a rabbit hole with this guy, so just bear with me for a second. <laughs> um, so she is, she has six IRS liens out uh. for her business right now, which I did not know what a lien was before today. <laughs> okay. It's essentially like the government, like making sure that they're going to get their money one way or the other, like no matter if it's on property tax, business tax, any of it. Well, she, her six IRS liens, mind you, this is the woman who is preaching tax the rich, owes $103,220 in taxes. That is from the New York Post. So, like, this isn't being made up by, you know, super right or whatever to, yeah, yeah. to attack or anything. Um, so, she's not paying her taxes. She just recently purchased a $1.6 million house in LA, but can't seem to figure out how to pay for her business tax and all that kind of stuff. Um, well, and then, not, go, sorry, Karen, what'd you say? I was going to say, and, and this, I mean, is surprising. It is a little surprising when she gets on there and, and she wants to, to, to make it seem like she's trying to create some really good message through 
a platform like the Met Gala, I mean, I don't care what AOC wears, and yet I find myself talking about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, her message All publicity is good publicity there. Yeah, you know exactly. Saying. And it's just so ridiculous. It's like, it, you're not even practicing what you're preaching. That's the whole issue is, is like, it, it, how can you expect people to, to follow along with what you're saying and then you're not even doing it yourself? Which is like, I don't know if you guys saw this, not to go down another rabbit hole, but I saw, the, I saw an interview with the San Francisco mayor she was in some bar or something like singing, dancing, having a good time without a mask on and she got caught and then she does an interview and she's like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to take a drink, put my mask on, take a drink, put my mask on. If I'm eating or drinking, I'm going to have my mask off for a long time. Well, it's like, <laughs> that doesn't make any sense because if you're going to be like super anti or you're going to have like super, super masking, well, then you should be practicing the super masking. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. But I, at, at the same time, no matter what happens, these people, and I'm, I'd say these people, what I mean is most people in government or who's playing in policy, you know, politics, they'll do whatever yeah. they, they'll do whatever they, they'll say whatever they want to say to have people smile, to have people hear what they want to hear. That doesn't mean they're going to practice this shit. They're going to do their best, maybe. But if someone catches a picture of them, then then they're going to backtrack. But it still won't matter because you'll have people on both sides of it because it'll get spun like everything. You know what I'm saying? Everything yeah, gets a, spun to the way you want to hear it. Exactly. And I even think that now I think you're kind of seeing a shift in these in the more left media. Like they're kind of <clears> running out of things to defend with. Like it's just almost the hypocrisy has gotten to a point where it's just horrible. Yeah, yeah. There's there's hypocrisy. There always there is and there always has been hypocrisy in government. You know, anyone yeah. they want to keep that power however they can. We'd like for it not to be like that, but the sad truth is, you know, here we are kind of stuck with it. You can just you can only hope that whoever you vote for or whoever you believe in is actually true to their word, but it's not that shocking to me whenever someone says yeah, you know, we have to have a mask mandate and then they're out at Applebee's, you know, having some having some margaritas and singing karaoke. Yeah, and not to mention that the same event that we've been talking about for the last five minutes, all the super elite celeb Hollywood celebrities who have been nothing but preaching masks, you know, be safe, all that stuff, whatever. They're at the gala or whatever and none of them have masks on. I will say, Kanye and Kim's outfits covered their faces. The all black, they yeah, abided. That's a crazy good point and one I hadn't thought of. So shout out Kim and Kanye for practicing Just masking, yeah. I guess. But I didn't see a whole lot of masking going on between MGK and Megan Fox. <laughs> that. that was the exact opposite of masking. So Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I've always had a fascination with celebrities, but like even now more than ever. Yeah, they're interesting. You know, they're so popular. It's just like, well, yeah, because you see like the amazing things they do. And it's like, what are they like as a person? Then they turn out to be super weird. It's like, I want to know what you're doing. Yeah. Or like super hypocritical. But yeah, either way you look at it, uh, definitely. But to sum up the story, 
it's just very, very funny to me that, you know, this designer designs this dress for this super rich politician. <laughs> and meanwhile, she owes all this money and is buying $1.6 million houses in LA. And oh, by the way, each ticket to the Met Gala is 35 grand. <laughs> Jesus I wouldn't. Christ. I wouldn't uh, think that's. I wouldn't think that, and that's that's per Fox. So take that with what you will. But I mean, they're probably not going to lie about that. Um, I mean, I, I guess M- MGK. You know, you would. Uh, I think he's just glad that McGregor wasn't there. Well, yeah, that was at what the VMAs or something. He threw. A yeah, M- yeah. Just totally MTV unhinged. Video Awards. Yeah. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he's kind of an idiot, dude. He, he, I mean, he's 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 absolutely batshit crazy. Especially Gregor's off the walls. Yeah, especially falling out of graces. He got his ass kicked, and now he just like instead of like trying to get better, he just like all he does is talk shit, and then he just gets killed. Poirier pounded him, pounded him. But to him, I mean, think think how much money he made for that fight. Still, you know, I think. I think he's just. Did I? Can you guys hear me? Yeah, you're good. Okay, sorry. Um, I think he's just. You know, he's trying to stir up trouble so he can get a fight. Because then he goes to HBO and he makes a couple million dollars, and all he does want to stir up some shit and get some more money. Oh, he, true. It was him that threw the chair, right? Yeah, he yeah. threw a chair on a bus once. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, so two two takeaways from this talk right here real quick. And, you know, I know, Kern, you kind of mentioned it earlier. It's crazy how much of an influence and how much of an impact that these celebrities do have. And I feel like they will do anything and everything, no matter what it is, to go out of their way to get any sort of publicity. And, um, and then my, my second take is, dude, it is crazy how much money is thrown around with these celebrities. I mean, Chan, you just said that it's 35K per ticket. And then, I mean, imagine how much money Conor McGregor has made throughout his career. I wish I knew yeah. that number. But, like, dude, it's just, like, absurd amounts of money. And, you know, at the end of the day, like, that that's their main priority and they don't they ultimately don't really care what they do or like what their image is i mean dude if they're getting to the bag that's all that matters to them yeah it's all that matters and like they i i mean a lot of people say they get paid by washington to like push people a certain way i mean i i don't think you can deny that at this point well i mean you want to you want to look at anything and not to start a talk but you you want to talk about money and how much influence money has all you have to do is look at medical and recreational cannabis in the u.s why is it not in every state it's because you've got big players you know big alcohol big tobacco who realizes the money the monetary loss they're about to take in the pants when it goes recreational everywhere, which eventually it will go, but you've got people spending millions and millions and millions of dollars pushing senators and representatives in different way to make sure that shit like, you know, the care act 
which is literally going to let out thousands of nonviolent criminals, 80 year olds who got caught growing weed. It's going to yeah. let them out of prison. Right. And, and you have people fighting this like it's a terrible thing. It's like, for, you know, first of all, the only reason they're fighting it is because it's going to be a monetary loss. That's the, they're not doing it for anyone's yeah. good. These people who support, who don't support it, they're not looking out for anyone's good, but their own interests. And that's where it really gets shitty. And that's why most of this stuff really doesn't surprise me when you talk about, you know, people being hypocritical and spending $35,000 to get in the door and $12,000 at the bar. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Jesus. It's crazy. Yeah. At the Met Gala, it's uh, safe to say that drinks are probably no less than 20 or 30. <laughs> yeah. And they're not drinking well vodka. Yeah. They're not drinking Miller White. Yeah. yeah. They're drinking stuff that we've never even heard of. <laughs> right. Exactly. By the glass. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess that was the first segment of current events. I forgot to introduce it but Corinne honestly take it away brother okay I've only got a couple things here um you said that last week and then we talked for two and a half hours so okay yeah I've only got a couple things here and then we talked for two hours okay (laughs) (laughs) one of my buddies mentioned this to me and it really hit home but he's an avid listener of the pod he loves it um what's his name Shout out Nikki Roberts. Shout out Nikki Roberts. I appreciate it. My, my sweet prince. Um, okay. He he texted me and was like, hey, I was listening to your episode. And I just stopped at a gas station. He's mm. like, you need to talk about people who gamble at the gas station slots oh, all yeah. day long. Wow. And it really struck home because there is a rapid Roberts up the street from me that They've got four slot machines, and every time I go in there, at least two of them are getting hit. And the people stay there. Go on my lunch break. They're there when I get off work. Still just crank. Like, what kind of people, what kind of person does it take? It was like, hey, babe, I'll be right back. I'm heading to Rapid Roberts. I'm going to get us some money (laughs) and some smokes. That's not good. That's a cape specialty. <laughs> the, the gas station that I go to every day, uh, it, it has like three machines. And they have, they're filled almost every time, or at least one of them, someone's using one. It's, it's pretty bad, honestly. You, you might as well just buy a lottery ticket at the door or at the, at the counter, you know? Uh yeah, I mean, it's Why like, what, you, what are you doing over there, you know? I don't know. And there's a, there is a really nice casino here. <laughs> well, then they got to buy a card and get their credits to their card, so then they, they can then play the slots. Yeah, but you'd think that they would be in there for longer, wouldn't you think? True. Very true. You know what? I, I know this is a little sidebar. Sorry, real quick, about the lottery tickets. One mm-hmm. thing that makes me so mad is when I'm behind someone in a line at the gas station. They've been standing in line behind someone else. Then they get to the counter and they start asking the clerk which lottery tickets haven't hit. And they're, they're like, oh, which one should I get? Which one should I get? I'm like, just get one. It doesn't matter, dude. Just get the fuck out of the way. 
I honestly hate whenever you're in line at the gas station and you're behind a person that is like turning in their lottery tickets or like getting them <laughs> scanned and they're like asked like they buy them they buy them right there and then they scan them right there so it's like the process of them buying them and then the process of them sitting there and looking if they've won and i swear dude it takes an hour it's i it's think ridiculous. that used to be my dad but i think he <laughs> wouldn't do the whole <laughs> i don't think he would do the whole scratch you just do the barcode and be like give it to me now but now he'll do the app, the Powerball app, and then he'll text my mom, my sister, and I for like whatever numbers he'll buy, like because they're only a dollar, do like ten tickets. Yeah, right. So I I get those texts quite a bit, but I don't think he'd ever sit there and scratch. Like that's that's the bitch to sit there yeah, and scratch yeah. with a, with a little <laughs> penny in your hand, trying right. not to let it slip. Yeah. But how many and, of those do you think you've done in your life? That's a fun question. Scratchers. Like, yeah, I mean, I've been doing scratchers at Christmas like since, for oh, twenty five years yeah. now, or twenty four years, true. I guess. So like, yeah, probably. You you know. Yeah, you but you're not. But this is the deal. You're not going in there, getting a pack of a cigs, getting three scratchers, going outside to the ice machine, scratching them off <laughs> yeah. on top of the ice machine as you're smoking your cigarette, and then going back in and buying more with whatever winnings dude, you got. That, That's the that, difference. <laughs> the ice machine is such a good call, dude. There's always someone buy one. Always. Someone smoking a ciggy. Someone leaving a ciggy lit on top of it as they walk inside. Yeah. Like, Jesus. I love gas stations, though, dude. I love them. They are goes, so cool. Slaps. Skip, were you going to say something? Uh, well, I was just saying uh, I've done a good amount of, of uh, scratchers in my life, you know, kind of similar to you. My family will do um, things at Christmas, you know, put them in the stocking and whatnot just for shits and giggles and things like that. And uh, yeah. I don't think I have ever won a single penny in my entire <laughs> life. Oh, I mean, dude. Yeah, right. <laughs> You've had a winner. You've won a free ticket. On a five dollar I mean, card, you probably won I'm, a dollar. I'm talking about like a monetary amount. I don't. I don't think I've won really anything, and yeah. it's uh pretty disappointing, you know. Um, I don't know if it's just like yeah, but conference. I like the scratching, dude. The intrigue. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and you know, kind of uh, piggybacking off what we were saying, like um, you know, people that go into the gas stations and are doing the slots. I mean, I don't think you'll ever catch me doing that because I would just much rather go to the casino. Yeah. 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 Like, how, much time do you have to go hang out at, how much time do you have to go hang out at the gas station? Like, you might as well make the drive, right? Like, well, I mean, you, yeah. you're not working, so. I mean, I don't, I don't, I try and keep my gambling to a limit, but if I'm going to gamble, you best believe I'm going to go to a casino. I'm not going to go to a gas station. <laughs> or sports. Dude, don't even get me started on sports betting. (laughs) I love DraftKings. Like, dude, talk about a rush. Mm -hmm. Whenever you have a three to five game parlay and you need one more to hit, dude, dude, there's nothing like it. You are absolutely fired up and just locked in. I mean, like, and it's, it's crazy, bro. And that just is what makes sports and 
gambling and it's just so much fun <laughs> so good so that's sweet. another industry that makes zero sense as to why it's not legal everywhere true dude We're, seriously uh, let's not get into it because it could be an hour but no you better get on the river if you want to gamble see yeah it's just ridiculous <laughs> well i'm here on the river so it kind of helps me but yeah um okay so that was that was the first part i guess that's it's not really current events. It's just a little bit of, you know, what our, what our listeners are, are asking about. Um, Pac-Man standing five foot five inches off the ground. Manny Pacquiao. Oh, yes. Is going, said he is going to run for the presidency in the Philippines. Philippines. Yeah. In 2022. Philippines. Shout out John Seabag, his homeland. <laughs> um the kid the kid from manila as i like to call him um he i think he's gonna win i mean i, I don't see how he does it he's like <laughs> yeah oh he's, he's like, done so much for the country already not even you like, know being God. in office or anything yeah yeah and uh that would be really cool i mean probably better than our president now i'd say yeah yeah you got anything you want to say on him, Karen? Uh, I was just going to say, I think it's a good thing because right now he said that he doesn't like how their president is cozy with the Chinese right now, um, which is always a good thing not to be cozy with those or not with those, with that crazy government because that government is crazy. That's right. Um, but let's let's hope he knocks it out hey that was a good one Curran. thank you thank you there Curran. very well said singers only that was all right no I'm, okay i've got a quick question for Alyssa. she'll be able to answer this um tell me a little bit about this missouri state students are getting a thousand dollars yeah so it could be, I think, anywhere between $500 and $1,500 uh-huh. as a stimulus, or I think it might have been from the stimulus or like tax return or something. But if like students on athletic scholarship, you're, we're out, like we're not eligible because we're already getting money from the university. But people that are not on scholarship, Arps. correct, not on scholarship or like regular students, depending on their parents' income can get a certain amount of money back but i that's all i know on it really how can you keep that from student athletes great (laughs) question completely it utterly blows my mind the fact well i I, it just you just don't people don't understand that didn't play sports how important athletics is for universities i think I think that's really what the issue stems from is like how they're arguing against it, but like they just don't understand. It's 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 not generated through the state. So you're just like, this is all just like additional income for universities, how much money sports drives in. And then you're gonna tell me that because you get a little bit of money for the time and effort and free marketing you do for the university. True. You can't you can't give well, a student athlete an extra grand because they true. they have to freaking grind every day to earn 
the scholarship well, they, and there's already they, people hold on i'm on a rant there's already <laughs> ahead, there's, there's people on the teams that don't get anything that are still grinding so you tell me what the dedication's like true and you can't give them money continue Alyssa. sorry no no that's okay um they did give us an inch with the new nil rules yeah i would say that's more than an inch it at, at, at like okay like we're all missouri state athletes here skip we'll just count you in here if <laughs> like the the amount of money that we're gonna make from nli or whatever is pale in comparison to a yes that, so yeah. it's a, it's a definitely an inch for it's like it's an inch for us but like for them it's a mile i mean yeah. bryce young is like almost a millionaire he hasn't even – he's like a sophomore in college. Um, there's, a, there's a basketball player. He's already – he's signed a $2 million contract, and he has, he's, has, he's not even in college yet. Yeah, and quite honestly, like, if you're good enough to play at Bama, all right, you, you know what? You might deserve that, honestly. Like, you make that much money just for being on Bama for the university. So, yeah, you know what? It isn't fair, but neither is anything else. True. So, like, if Bryce Young can – you know like capitalize on his name and his status then fucking so be it he's worked hard enough to get there and just begin with you know that's how i look at it and i had this argument with my dad all the time he looks at it from the old white man ncaa as king <laughs> and and i look at it from practicality and at being a student athlete former student athlete myself like the amount of time and effort and energy and shit you put into your to your sport, no matter what you're doing, is so, is like it's a legit job. I don't under, I don't think people realize that. And so like you're basically it's free it's free labor for the university, yeah. literally. Yeah. Yeah, they're paying you a, they're paying you a fraction of what they make off of you. It's just ridiculous. The the argument against is so archaic. It's sickening. It's just disgusting. Yeah, and it's pretty crazy, Chan, because, you know, like you just said, I mean, playing a college sport is a full-time job, you know, because there's there's so much that goes into it as far as workouts and practices and games. And, you know, if you want to be the best of the best, you got to put in your own work on the side. And then on top of that, man, I mean, you got you got your schoolwork. You got to make sure that you're still eligible to play um you got to be thinking about your future as far as like what you want to do for your career and your job so you know i i think that there needs to be a level of appreciation for college athletes just because of everything that that we do do and um you know it's a lot of times that's a kid's dream is to be able to play in college whenever they're at that level and so I, I couldn't agree anymore. You know, if, if they get to that level and they put in the work, they, they put in the time and the effort, I, I don't see any issue in them getting rewarded for that. And the sad thing is, Skip, it'll never change. True. Yeah. Ac- academia and athletics just don't see eye to eye on importance. And yep. it, it will never change unless a, a new wave or generation of, of a mindset of education coincides with athletics because it just, they just either, either they're jealous of athletes because they weren't able to be athletes or they just don't understand what 
athletics does for a university. It's just, it just will never work. Well, and it's crazy too, you know, because uh, nowadays I would say that out of all the sports, this probably relates to basketball the most, but you know, you got dudes that aren't even going to college anymore because they're just going straight to the G league because they, yeah. they want to get money. And it's like, you know, I think that that's kind of changed the dynamic of, of should I go to college or should I just go to the league type of thing? Yeah. Now I will say this though. I, I think that the NIL might make the G league a little obsolete. Cause I think that you as a, as, if I'm, if I'm going back through my recruiting process and I could play basketball at Kansas, Kentucky, Duke, North Carolina, I'm going to be able to brand myself way more than I'm going to be able to in the G League. Like, no matter yeah. what they say, like you, – And you're going to have so many f- more fans too. I mean, you're a yeah, you're Alabama's quarterback. Alabama won't even let professional sports in the state because it'll take away from Alabama. Yeah, like people are dying to have you at their school. So it's like they're they're not they don't show G League games, you know, like they're gonna yeah, show yeah. Duke, they're gonna show Duke versus North Carolina on ESPN. Yeah, like you, have yeah. To, you have to stream a G League game. It's like yes. it pales, it pales in comparison, dude. And like if you're good enough, why would you not want to go play in March Madness? You know, like why yeah. would you want to just play in the G League, dude? Like go get paid and experience that. Like that basketball is sick i can't wait for college basketball dude and i think that that's a huge part of it man you know like we all we all know how it is like going to college for four years and playing and meeting all your teammates and all the experiences that you had i mean i know for me personally going back if i could do it all over again i i, I wouldn't change anything because it's like yeah. you know college is supposed to be the best four years of your entire life essentially and Bye, baby <laughs> yeah if you got if you got a victory lap yeah but, well, i had a victory <laughs> but i mean Alyssa, you can attest to this since you're in the middle of your season right now like you you probably just appreciate it so much and i know whenever i played my last college basketball game like dude i was sad like yeah i was beyond sad I, mean, I was well, like, and we're skip. We're working on this with Alyssa right now. She does. She has those goggles on where she's like, "Get me out of here." But yeah, I I no, told her last just... week. I told her last week that she needs to appreciate it more. Yeah, since you said that, I saw like four tweets and a Facebook post, and two people said it to my face that I need to enjoy being like just being around my team. And I was like, "Have you been listening?" It's like or the universe a, was just winking at me. Or it's well, a big, it's tech, hard. big tech problem. I think that probably it? has something to do with it. Well, it's just hard whenever you're in the middle of the grind because you're like, damn, this shit is just so tough. Yep. But when you wake up, when you wake up right. every morning and you're like, Jesus Christ, my ankles, my <laughs> yeah. elbows, like now I gotta go to weights and then I gotta go to fucking class and then i gotta go to practice yeah that's i mean you're in the the final lap of your of your you know just getting drugged through the mud i i know it feels obviously bro and it's like you're you're so close to being done but Mm -hmm. like in the grand scheme of things it still feels like so long (laughs) because you're you're just you're just in the middle of it and you Mm -hmm. don't but as soon as it's over man it's like 
damn, you know, sports were a part of my life for a long time. And you almost like don't even realize like how much of an impact it truly has on your life. And because, I mean, the fact that we're all college athletes and everything makes it nice because dude, sports are just so dope. (laughs) Sports are just unbelievable. I mean, think about it. Like we're sitting here talking about sports and think about like, watching sporting events on tv like how hyped we get for chiefs games and chan you just mentioned march madness i mean march madness is one of the best times of the year for for sports and so it's, it's just like a, it's just such a uniter dude like I, dude. Think I said this i think i said this last podcast even maybe but like it, it doesn't matter what background you are what color you are what race you are if you're a chiefs fan you're my guy <laughs> you know Bro, and there are people like that we, i know that don't like have a clue about football but like they just love the chiefs because it's yeah, like buy like in. damn okay i live in kansas city like and dude it's crazy living up here how the chiefs just unite the entire city i mean exactly it's sick like, to see like it's unbelievable and it, it's just so cool and um you know we were talking about sports betting earlier how fun that is and dude i kind of wanted to touch on this at at some point in the pod but bro fantasy fantasy football i mean feed me fantasy football yeah (laughs) give it to me and i gotta give a quick shout out to Alyssa as well i mean six for six on the on the pickums like wow thank you (laughs) yeah i was feeling pretty good I don't know if that's like beginner's luck or what. It's but, got a uh, written all over it. Ride, ride the hot streak, yep. Alyssa. Keep, keep going uh, with it. I can't say that that doesn't hurt. I think a congratulations would have been nice. <laughs> he said he started with a congratulations. Yeah, hey, I started I with a congratulations. Chandler, yeah, I just I had will... to give the subtle jab in there, you know, just I just will... good subtle. good banter. I will publicly <laughs> announce now. Congratulations, Alyssa. You won the weekend, actually. Um, Blaine, I think maybe up there with you, but I do still think you won. So, congratulations. Awesome. Thank you. It stings a little bit, but this is what I wanted, honestly. So, <laughs> you asked me to do this. Double edged sword, I guess. Curran, um, you okay over there, buddy? Doing good. Okay, good. Um, well, I don't want to – we were on a good streak there. You know, we were on a good streak there. Let's get to something kind of interesting, really controversial that, like, doesn't involve politics. Ooh, oh, boy. Let's, let's hop into true crime right now. Nice. <laughs> oh, true crime. Okay, you know what, Alyssa? I'm going to let you introduce the Petito Laundry. You know what I'm talking about? I do. Because I've got myself a page of notes, but I know you do as well. So I'm going to let you introduce it, and I'm going to go to the restroom. Okay. All right. So, (laughs) Garrett, how much do you know about this? I don't know a single thing. (laughs) I have no clue. I'm going to do my very best to do it justice, because I know Curran and Chandler both have their own notes. And I'm, I'm hoping that not all of it overlaps, and they'll have some stuff that I don't. So Gabby Petito and Brian Laundrie engaged i think she was originally from new jersey the fiance lives in florida and her body ended up in wyoming 
Oh, so okay. Yes. Yes, I, um, I did hear about this a little bit. We keep okay, going. Yep. Yes. So what I've got, I just got notes. I watched like a five minute video and I was just jotting stuff down. I'm not on Gabby Petito TikTok. A couple of my teammates are that like on their for you, like Gabby's just popping up. So anyway, her body went missing, found in Wyoming. Fiance is now MIA. His parents saw that he went for a hike at a reserve. And so they drove it like they went to the park, drove his car back to his house. So just destroyed some evidence there. I think the parents were in on it as well. The affidavit showed that her phone was off for 15 days and a couple months prior, I think it was months, Chandler, months prior, there was a traffic stop that showed that the cop's body camera showed Brian Laundrie slapping his fiance in the face on the side of the, like in the car on the side of the road. And so the cops were called and like she got in the cop car and was like trying to explain what happened. She ended up going back in the car with him. And then I think she just went missing after that. And now Brian Laundry is, he's still missing today. Yeah. So um, I have, I have the timeline written down. Yeah. Um, yeah. I from, did a poor from, job, but. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm going to like, just explain like how vast this like journey that Gabby Petito and Brian Laundry took. So she was from New York originally and uh, they were living together in Florida, which fast forward a little bit, this I could have said this, but I can't. I can't any longer. She, at the time, was living in the in Florida it, at the laundry house. So she was living with Brian before they set out from New York. So they flew to New York and drove. So they leave New York on July 2nd. And they go, uh, when they... They left on the second, drove, got to Colorado on the eighth, and then that's when they started. Like their their planned road trip was to go through Colorado and Utah, up through Idaho and Wyoming, and then eventually they were going to end in Yellowstone. Well, August twenty fourth, they were last seen at a hotel. She, excuse me, Gabby was last seen at a hotel in Salt Lake City, Utah. And then on August 25th was the last time that she made contact with her family. And she was in Grand Teton, uh, Wyoming, which is a national park, which I don't, I still don't really know what it is. I didn't really dive into that, but I know that it's a national park um, out there in big sky country. So that was. I, sorry, did you see what her last recorded text message was? Um, I, I think I remember, but if you know, tell me. Yeah, it was to her mother regarding her grandpa, and she and it said, tell Stan something. And the mom knew that she never calls her grandpa Stan, and that would be his first name. And so, like, the last text did not seem like her. And that was something on the affidavit as well. That's right, Alyssa. Nice point. Right. <laughs> she, she got, or, like, her, was it her dad that got the text or her mom? I thought it was his mom. Okay. So, well, it, the mom got a text that, like, um, th now I think they're going to realize that there was no way she could have sent it. Like, I think she was, I think they're going to figure out when she was, this is kind of fast forwarding, but what I think is going to happen is they, they did the autopsy today. And so I think those results might come out tomorrow. And I think they might, like, try, I would, I would be very surprised if the text message lines up with the time of death. Yeah, I would there. agree with that. You know yeah. what I mean? Because I think 
yeah, like you said, that's just a weird text. Why would she text that? Mm-hmm. That'd be like I wouldn't text my dad like, "Hey, how's Carol doing?" <laughs> be like, hey, "Hey, how's Nana?" <laughs> yeah, you know exactly. Like, yeah, and I, just... I think because she was their family was close. I think I'm remembering weird things now, but I think the family was close. So it would be like, "Why would she?" That's not normal. Yeah, and um. Yeah. Yeah, I just I some of my teammates we were talking about it and their theories are that they think because Brian is still missing that he probably went further into the reserve and probably offed himself at some point. That's yeah. why he still hasn't been found. That's actually crazy. My mom thought that maybe that was why. But it's just weird that the parents uh, it, the his parents are up to no good. <laughs> they're up to zero good there's just no way around it like they they are the last ones to have seen him for sure oh yeah he definitely stopped by and said i did something you i you don't know where i am yeah and i found this really interesting um the laundry brian laundry's sister had an interview on good morning america she has not been allowed to see him as to what? Yeah, she has not seen him. She was openly, uh, she was open about it on interview on Good Morning America, talk very popular talk show, and she was like, "Yeah, I have not been allowed to see him by my parents." So that means that they, the way that I look at that is that they don't want it to complicate her and anything that could be detrimental to old Brian Laundry, but the the altercation with the slapping you were talking about happened in Moab, Utah, two weeks before her disappearance. So that does line up with the August 25th phone call uh, uh, text message thing that she sent from Grant Aton. So that kind of checks out there, which is kind of weird. I've heard some other things that like, there was like this text or phone call to his parents during the time that they were going to like cool down or something. Have you heard about that? No. I saw, I only saw a little bit of this. I just saw a tiny bit of it. But what I saw was, uh, I think it was when they were in Moab, Utah. Some police found them. They were like yelling at each other in the van. I guess she had slapped him and they said they'd been traveling together for a while. And that, you know, they were starting to get at each other's throats She's she admitted to slapping him. He declined pressing charges, and then right after that, she went missing. Okay. Um, but that's what I saw, and that was I don't know a week yes. ago. Um, I love that, and and also, um, this was crazy that I that I discovered today. Uh, Miranda Blake, speaking of TikTok, also is a TikToker, and she posted a TikTok saying that she, so he, I, I guess Brian Laundrie ditches the the van or whatever and starts hitchhiking, and she, this TikToker, picks him up out here wherever in Wyoming or Utah, one of the two, and or maybe, yeah, I think it was Wyoming, right? Because it's Jackson in Wyoming, Jackson, Wyoming, is that right? I think so. I mean, it wouldn't shock me if there was a Jackson in both. Right. Um, but yeah, it's I in do, Wyoming. Okay, yes. Jackson, Wyoming. 
and this was like a couple this was a, a, a quite a few miles north of of jackson miranda blake picks him up and he reportedly was really agitated and was like getting angry with blake for whatever reason and he noted to her that he had been sleeping like out like they had like they obviously they were camping so they were like out sleeping on the river uh like you know like like a camper would and he you would think that he would have like some sort of like stench or like outdoor smell or like something to him. I mean they had been traveling for a while like camping way out like no shower available or whatever she said that he was like clean and fresh like had clean clothes like would like was pretty much normal for the most part so that doesn't really add up with what um you know, like a, a person that was camping or like where was he really out there? Did he like leave and then like go back out there to do a little something, like hide a little something, if you know what I mean? Um, and he was apparently so agitated in the car ride that he made her stop the car and he got out. Well, I don't shit. Know if he, Better yeah, to get know. out than to also kill that girl. Well, I don't know, if, but yeah, but like, okay, why are you so mad, dude? If you're hitchhiking and you got a ride, you're so mad that you're going to get out? Like, why are you so angry? Yeah, like, dude, from her perspective, that does not make sense. Right, like, I'd be freaking out if I was Miranda Blake right now. Like, I was in the car with a potential murderer. Sounds like a murderer. It looks dude, like a duck, know. sounds like a duck. Yeah, <laughs> quacks like a duck, too, huh? So now we have fast forwarded to today and yesterday, the FBI like basically went to the home of, of Brian. Um, and I, I, I learned some new, this is insane. This will be an unbelievable documentary someday. Like it's going to be unbelievable because Netflix is getting their hands on it for sure. Oh yeah. They're already there. (laughs) They're already getting footage, dude. How do they get so much good footage? You know, have you ever thought about that? Like, how long a documentary? How are they getting the footage, Curran? Immediately there, they got they got they got um, amateurs who are just trying to trying to make a living. Contact yep. Netflix. You won't believe this shit that I saw. Yeah, getting them out there immediately. But anyway, so some facts I've learned about the parents, Brian Laundry's parents' house. I, the first fact was that I can't believe she was living. Gabby Petito was living with the laundries at the laundry's house that blows my mind because like that means that you really like that girl you know like to let her live under your roof your son like that's like big commitment isn't it or am i crazy that's me yeah yeah and so then you're going to not report that she's missing because he they didn't report she was missing 10 days after he returned did you guys know that? No. I didn't know. No. Ten no. days they waited to report that she was missing, dude. Is that well, not the, weird? Was That's he spinning weird. a story like she was she had the van or something? I don't know what the deal was there. Well, yeah, I do not know. they still haven't found him. Yeah, they haven't found him. How are they gonna know, Curran? <sighs> I I thought that he was questioned right after that. No, from what I thought, what I read was right after that, they or someone's parents talked to him, 
And then all this came out that she, that was when she first went missing was what I read. That was the first thing I read as soon as she went missing was right after the report was that he was there for however many days. And then once people started suspecting, he was fucking gone. But I thought he spun a story of something. Um, I was going to say, I think he, Curran, you might be thinking of his, his attorney or like the parents probably got an attorney and that he put out a statement. Mm, maybe. Yeah. That's what it was. Yes. And her dad, Gabby's dad completely like shot that down. He's like, I don't want to hear it, you know? And like, uh, it, it wasn't, it wasn't even from uh, Brian. It was from the attorney. Like Alyssa said, like, dude come on like your chick is (laughs) your chick is missing like even if i mean take this with a grain of salt but like okay say you did it like dude buy in a little bit yeah (laughs) like just go on the run immediately (laughs) you know like if you well they just i don't know i'm not incentivizing him murdering her but like if if you're gonna do that like i mean why even act like this you're you're so suspicious now like yeah, even so if he suspicious. didn't do it, like he did it. So you know, like he did it. Okay, well then, whoa, 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 real quick. You want to talk about suspicious? Then let's let's throw it back to OJ getting chased down the interstate by a whole bunch of cops on the run. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if the glove doesn't fit, you must have quit. Is all I'm saying because you know I'm he definitely he that, definitely didn't murder her or whatever. I'm not saying he didn't do it, but. Okay, so, kind of you know, suspicious. I, he might have Brian, Brian Laundry. <laughs> I think I think he had something. <laughs> I think he had something to do with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, just maybe a hunch. Mm-hmm. But what were you gonna say, Alyssa? Sorry. No, that's okay. Uh, Brian Laundry, though, like now that he's if he's missing and not dead, like what's his plan though? Just to keep running. For the rest of his life, like that's the only option he left himself, I mean, other than if... to come back, own up, and go to prison for the rest of his life. True. He's in Florida. Yeah. They won't kill him, will they? He'll be there forever. No, they have the death penalty. Oh, do they? That's, that's where oh, Ted yeah, Bundy they got. They got. That's where they... He got eliminated. Mm. I think they still have it too. Yeah, definitely. Um, remember, just, uh, yeah. even even Overall, on the so horrible case. Yeah, capital push, punishment is legal in Florida. It's uh, well, dude, like, it's I, just... could you imagine being the de- the detectives on this case? Like, could you imagine trying to solve this and be I mean, the one that's it... responsible for? I mean, just crazy. Yeah, but like in a sick way, they're probably like jazzed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like they're yeah. like I... they're like, dude, dude. Yes, like we can. This could be like our documentary break like we yeah. could we could be the detectives you know they says mm-hmm. fbi confirms homicide right here oh that must have just came out then yeah it was about three hours ago oh my god current what's the scoop on that says coroner confirms gabby's body found in wyoming death ruled a homicide and then oh in another god. one right beside it remains found in wyoming fbi confirms homicide do, do they say how she died yet? The cause of death remains pending final autopsy results. Oh my god. Yeah, it's all about him. 
Okay, so he did it. <laughs> yeah. Like there's I'm telling you, the spouse always does it. <laughs> it always do it. Yeah, that's pretty much a, a sign sealed and delivered verdict already there, huh? Yeah. Laundry is a person of interest in the case. Yeah, I'd say. And has also been reported missing. <laughs> yeah, it's starting Sheesh. to kind of look more and more like he might have just whacked himself. Yeah. Unfortunately. Never a good look there. No. And so, um, any wild theories out there? Grizzly bear or black bear? <laughs> <laughs> You guys got any theories that you want to announce? Maybe you, you know, get your name out there. I would say that she probably, I think after the slapping thing had happened, I thought she was going to say that she was leaving him and then that's why he killed her. But also now that Curran said that she hit him, it's like, okay, then. Yeah, I I forgot that she did. Right. Now, obviously. Well, they also talked that they were both, they both weren't taking medicine and they both had some sort of, you know, mental disorder, which, you know, can always, you know, they're just, they've got an illness there. And I guess it, they said they'd been, because what, they've been traveling since July 2nd. They said that they've just been together for so long and it's just been getting worse and worse. And the cops were like, hey, you guys should probably, you know, just stay the night in a hotel in separate rooms is cool down they're like no we think we're gonna stay and figure it out in the van yeah and my, my mom actually made a good point we were talking about it today like they're out there on those rocks and stuff like it could have just been really as simple as like getting knocked down and hitting her head wrong or something weird like that you know yeah yeah and like not that pushing her would have been you know good either but like something as simple as just like a push could have been fatal but i doubt it was just a push i have got a feeling something will come out but like you know crazier things have happened i guess but just a weird weird deal yeah just story yeah Yeah. jeffrey epstein wasn't strangled in prison either so we got to remember that one true yeah you know, wait, you're not you're not saying that you think there's some sort of conspiracy behind this current. Oh, of course not. What kind of guy do you think I am, Chandler? You, you better actually not <laughs> conjure up some sort of uh my last thought on theory there. Uh, my last thought on Petito is that if that TikTok girl that picked him up said he got in the car and he was looking like clean, then there probably wasn't like a struggle. She probably didn't fight back or like even get a hit on him. Yeah. If he did, if there were to be an altercation, like if he got away clean, then it was intentional and probably thought out. But don't you think that there's a chance that if, even if he, like, since he was clean, that he could have easily have gone like somewhere, stayed at a hotel, got back together and then driven back out there to do some disposing? Yeah. And then had just, and then had just, after he had driven out there, then just started to walk back. But, yeah, I, but I'm saying she probably didn't fight back. Like she probably didn't scratch him or made him, like make him bleed at all, or like yeah, bruise right, him. There right, was nothing. True. He looked clean. Yeah, that's very. That's a good point. Thank you. Crazy. It it'll be an unbelievable uh, documentary. But damn, 
That's sad, honestly. It's yeah, like very... a good thing. It's a good thing they found her body, but it's just like, ah, damn, sad. Mm-hmm. But well, we can move on. But I like that true crime segment. Um, hopefully, you know, <laughs> hopefully we don't have very many. <laughs> <laughs> um, kind of a dark joke, but you know, whatever. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, I guess I asked something else that's going on in the news. Kind of, a, kind of a crazy week. Kind of a kind of kind of a shitty week for the United States really um that happens and then this border crisis is a big deal current have you seen any of that yeah I did I did see a lot of it you know um I don't think there's a lot to say it's gonna be a little crazy obviously down at the border you've got thousands of people coming in um, and you're thousands. about to, I mean, that, I mean, they were thousands coming in, yeah. um, under, under, you know, now the, and I mean, it's all good, you know, whatever, if they, I'm not the one in charge of border control, obviously. And people always, there's always someone who's worried about immigrants doing something, but at the same time, if they're trying to flee from a dangerous situation, I get it. But at the same time, now, what are we supposed to do with all these people down there? exactly what are these people going to do you've got kids you've got thousands of people i mean think about feeding a thousand people yeah just one thousand people think about feeding one thousand people and these people just came across the border you know what what are they going to (laughs) do i don't know and that's the problem like there is nothing for them to do dude and it's just like and then you also have to sprinkle in now like uh like covid like you're going to let these people come in, you know, they're not vac- vaccinated. Like for example, and I wrote this down today, McAllen, Texas, my, my grandparents used to have a house down there. Like, it's like, it's a border town. It's like three minutes from Progreso, Mexico. Like you were literally, you jump across the Rio Grande and you're in Mexico real quick. Yeah. And uh, so like, it's right there. They let in 7,000 people and they had a 15% COVID positive rate, like spike. Yeah, and what like, COVID dude, or Texas hates masks down there too, so that's gonna be that's gonna be perfect. Well, yeah, but you're letting these people in, and but yet you're preaching, let's get rid of COVID. Well, okay, that's the United States. So, like, yeah. if you're trying to get rid of COVID in the United States, you can't let it come in at this rapid rate. Yeah, you're not a, like New York City and Washington D.C. Don't look at Texas like it matters to them because like in the grand scheme of things it doesn't well that's really fucking shitty yeah it is shitty it it, well it like people are just doing things to make other people happy but they're never going to live with the consequences which is what's going on you know that's what's happening down there is they they're like oh people are going to love this in la but now texas has got to deal with it or whatever There's 12,000 people living under this bridge in Del Rio, Texas. 12,000. Think about feeding them. Think about, you know, fresh water. Think about all that shit. And now it's on the people of of Texas. That's that's Ozark. That's Ozark under a bridge. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And that's in one spot. That's ridiculous. That's yeah, so many people. and it's just like I, it, I, I, I don't know what the solution is, but like, yeah, I mean, you know, shit, 
that's you, kind of why you, we have a president, right? I guess so. And they're just they're he they're lost, right? I mean, they are just they're like losing support from their own side. Yeah, they. You know, I don't. You know, I don't want to talk a whole lot about politics, but obviously, everyone's just a little. It's we're in a very weird spot right now. It's just when so important you, to talk about. Like, I don't. I don't want to talk about politics either. But like, this shit is just. Yeah, it, it's it's just hor. It's at a horrible point. Yeah. It, yeah. It, 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 okay. Go. I was just going to say, it just kind of makes you wonder like how we got to this point, you know, it's just hard to wrap your mind around it. Like why we're dealing with these issues that we are. And, you know, it's, it's, it's just a horrible situation, like you said. And, um, you know, you can only hope and pray that it gets better and gets better as soon as possible. But um, at this point, man, it's really tough because it's like, what action do we take to make it better? I mean, what, what do we need to do to improve it? So it, it, we're just at a, a, a really, really tough spot right now. Yeah, it's, it's sad. Uh, definitely, definitely a, a black hole in our country at the moment. Yeah, I just think it's, yeah, I, I was going to say it's like, you know, and I've, I've already said it, I said it in the last episode as well is that, you know, the media and everyone else, they don't make money by everything being fucking smooth and everyone getting along. They, they like the controversy, and everyone makes money in a war. So when you've got – and then now you've got – everything has to be a statement. Like I said, they politicize everything that everyone does is politicized. And people will jump on the back of whichever side that they like the most, especially when, you know, they're diehards. They'll jump on it if it's right or if it's wrong. They'll just jump on it to make the other people mad. And that's and that's where we've kind of fucked up is that people are so willing to do atrocities and shit that they don't even believe in just to be petty and to make someone else mad. It's like. Come on, people, wake up, look in the mirror. The, the exactly only thing that you're right, making Karen. worse is everything around you. Like you you're helping no one and you're just hurting everyone. It just doesn't make sense to me. I, I just don't get it. I could not agree with you anymore, Curran. And you know, it's it's really sad how people go out of their way sometimes just to cause controversy for no apparent reason whatsoever. And you know, man, at the end of the day, we're all human beings and we were meant to be on this earth to help each other out. And 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 my biggest thing, man, it's just it's really not that hard to be just a good person. And, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, man, like everyone knows, you know, to some degree what is right and what is wrong and, and what needs to be done. And and I, I hate the division in our country right now just because we're all in this together. And, and it's just, I just hope and pray, like I said, that we can just, you know, discontinue this, this hatred for yeah. the different sides and whatnot. Cause like I said, man, at the end of the day, we're all human beings. Yeah. So it's, um, it, it's just, it, it's hard to wrap your mind around it. And, 
I really, really hope that it turns around here pretty soon. Um, so it'll, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> like, but to go back to the, to, to like tie two points together, the AOC dress, you're talking about how the media likes to split uh, the divide of, you know, of America. Well, I, I went, I watched videos today on, on like the different news channels talking about the dress. Fox's headline for the dress was, uh, Grant, what's his name? I think his name's like Todd Graham or something. He's got his own podcast, but it's like Todd Graham Rose AOC. <laughs> and then MSNBC's headline was Pop Culture Pushes Forward. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Like that's the contrast. Like, if that isn't the most glaring, obvious, big media trap ever you have you can't you can't explain it to it to somebody any better yeah like, ex- exactly that paints a picture right there no how you about have... this she wore the dress because she thinks that you should tax the one percent okay settled yeah instead of spinning it into this whichever way like okay i don't necessarily agree with her wearing the dress but fine so she wore the dress big deal. Yeah, yes you know Exactly. But like it, it didn't push forward my my pop culture references. Yeah, like yeah. Shut up with shut up with that and shut up with the roasting. You know. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's both. It, it, it is both. It is both. And guess what? It doesn't matter either. Because in no. twenty four hours, like I said, there's going to be some other stupid shit that fucking happens. She and that's going to split everyone even just a little bit more. She's wearing that dress just to fucking piss you off, right? Exactly. Side. How do you not understand that? Just exactly. don't respond. Uh, but yeah, but they they can't, you know. They but have to respond. It's it's just like well, yeah, and it's not the right. It's, it's just anyone who's an extremist and what they no, believe. Yeah, it's either way. It's yeah, it's just one side's the other. The other. It's just like or even you know even extremist Islamic people. I mean. Some shit that makes sense to you does not make sense to them, and some shit that makes sense to them does not make sense to you. Right, exactly. It's it's just it's just crazy that they can someone can get so entrenched in their own beliefs that that's all they hear. They just get blinders on to everything else. And not only that, you've got like you were saying the 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 tech power, the algorithm. You know, it loves feeding you oh, what you love to big eat. tech. Big tech loves loves whispering sweet nothings into your ear, and yeah. it's so obvious. <laughs> it's so obvious. <laughs> it's crazy how obvious it is. Like you would think that these quote unquote smartest of the smart people would be able to hide it from people <laughs> like myself who are stupid, but <laughs> like I can figure it out easily. All I have to do is get on YouTube and like the first thing that pops up is what their agenda is for the day, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just it's not a secret. I don't it's, get it's it. It's not a secret. It's not a it's, secret, but it won't it won't change. It won't change. It's only gonna it I think it gets, gets a lot worse. I think it gets a lot worse until it gets real bad and then it gets better. Yeah. Honestly. And that's the worst part of it, man, is that the news, like they can put anything and everything that they want out there, whether it's true or not. And yep. and, to and the point big now. tech, big tech tells the media companies what they can and can't put. 
I don't want to be yeah. crazy, but I will send something that will be on the story. I don't know how to put it on the Insta story, but Alyssa can. Of, yeah, send it to our producer, Alyssa. I'll send it to the producer. She'll take <laughs> care of it. She's badass. Well, but the there's, news- there's, there's, yeah, there's like 30 news stations that literally say the exact same thing and they line it up to where their voices are literally in unison that yeah, they're they literally the reading up off a script it's yeah. it's insane well and they just twist it just in the slightest to make it yeah. different to cause yeah. the controversy and you know the problem is that the news outlets nowadays are just all about it's literally in their eyes it's entertainment it's yeah. not their, their priority isn't to give you the facts and the figures and, and feed you the truth. I mean, they're just they're they're for the clicks. For, they're looking for views and they're looking for the entertainment value of it. And, and divisiveness. Um, yeah. I mean, think about this, dude. Think about whenever we get off of this podcast, some of the stuff that we talk about. I guarantee you it's going to show up on our Instagram feed. Yeah, we're going to have an about ad about some shit. You know? yep. oh, like, how many say, times I, does that happen? Yeah. I mean, it's like, like okay, here's, here's crazy. Like last night I was on the phone FaceTiming uh, Peyton and I was telling her about Mayor of Easttown and the actor is uh, from a, American Horror Story. The and, guy? Yeah, the guy. And we were talking about like him specifically and she got on instagram while we were on the call and like one of the first pictures she saw was him yeah. i mean dude that's insane this that's so messed up <laughs> i was like, yep. say, i went to find that video i just sent the link in the group and as i i typed in news anchors all and then it auto filled say the same thing yeah like it already showed up it already knew that is How just convenient. Big, t- okay. big tech and big pharma have ruined our generation. True. Dude, you guys, you guys have seen the the documentary, the social dilemma documentary. I mean, no, I'm scared to watch it, bro. I, I, was, I know it's good, but well, no, it was it was good and it was informative, but dude, it it shook me a little. I mean, yeah. there for a couple of days after watching that, I was like not wanting to look at my phone (laughs) it's crazy dude they can hear it they're do. they know everything bro it's yeah so we should probably stop talking about it (laughs) Uh, no but i think it needs to be talked about that's true i think we're the least of their concerns yeah exactly um they're more worried about joe rogan (laughs) (laughs) i take an ivermectin um Chandler, Turn. how is the carnivore diet going? I don't think you oh it. great. Uh honestly, I'm actually really enjoying it. Um it's been it gets tough like what's the one food you miss? Oh, I said this off air, but when I October 6th is the end. So I have like I think like a 14 days maybe till I can get back to a couple carbs but um <laughs> i am going to demolish a pizza and i'm talking a heaping pile of pepperoni <laughs> you're gonna put meat on it oh yeah are you kidding me a pepperoni zaw i literally i literally can't wait but it it's been good um i i 
I'm glad I did the two week trial so that way I kind of knew how it was going to be. I'm curious yeah. to see how these last two weeks go because I haven't done it this long yet. So, yeah, I, I kind of have to keep telling myself that. Like, I keep forgetting that I paused. Yeah. And but you can do it. it. But yeah, I, oh, I'm going to do it. Um, Are you getting, I'm guessing, an extra large pepperoni za? And oh, yeah. Real, I'm gonna... The real question is where from? Oh, so great question. Really, there's this really good looking pizza place that is literally right by my office, of course, like literally in the parking lot of my office. Oh, so it's like mom, pot, what is it? Yeah, it's called Pagli Eyes, and it's like a local Cape Verona restaurant. And so I'm thinking about getting the biggest one they got. Yeah, 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 yeah. So hopefully it lives up to expectations. Everything I've heard, it's it's fantastic, but. Dude, um, pizza is just unreal. Like you're sitting here making me hungry, man. Like, yeah, I'm, the, I'm like tempted to order a pizza now. <laughs> it's one of the best foods on the planet. I mean, it just never misses. Mm-hmm. Thin crust, <laughs> so thick good. crust, hand tossed, cheesy crust. All oh, of them. give it, give me all of it. <laughs> yeah, Casey's breakfast. Oh, oh, that's a good one too. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Solid take. Casey's really breakfast pizza is so good. Dude. Honestly, I'd, I'd venture to say gas station pizza is freaking good. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. No matter Bro, what Karen, gas station you go have to. You had the, Karen, have you had the taco pizza from Casey's? I have. So I, I used to golf with my buddies on Thursday nights and there's a Casey's right by the Monet's golf course and his buddy lived in the in the um, neighborhood right there beside the Casey's. So we would call in a breakfast pizza and a taco pizza, and we'd oh. pick it up on our way back from the course. Oh, yeah, <laughs> the taco pizza, baby. That shit <laughs> slaps. Dude, it Dude, is so, so good. good. <laughs> so wow. good. And um, to sum up, the what I've noticed, the, the worst part about it is like, if I go on a road trip, it's really difficult because, like, I'm eating basically just beef jerky and packs of tuna. <laughs> that sounds miserable. <laughs> like, last Thursday, I went up to see my buddy Dane, who lives in St. Louis. It's like an hour and 40-minute trip from here. So, like, it's like it's worth to do for, like, a yeah. – like we, we went to dinner and, and watched the Thursday night game. So, like, it's not that bad of a drive, but, like – I left right after work, so I was starting to get like hungry, and like I was like, "Oh shit!" So I had a pack. I like planned ahead, got a, you know, packed a thing of Star Kiss tuna, and stopped and got uh, a freaking thing of beef jerky. Not a great dinner, but did you dip the beef jerky into the tuna and scoop no, it? No, I can eat. I love tuna. Interesting. Right out of the packet. I could eat a packet right now, actually. So you didn't scoop it then? No, I I brought a fork. But, <laughs> you know. So that's kind of the shitty part. But then, like, you know, it's not. I, I actually, I've been liked it. it I've, I cook every day, so, you know. Yeah. It's kind of giving me something to buy into. I like it. And I think I think my plan with it is, like, you know, get off of it go back to normalcy for three, four, five months, whatever. And then if I want to do it all of a sudden, I know I can do it. Yeah. If you want to feel strong, you'll go back to it. Yeah, yeah. I feel good. My energy is Be like the ultimate predator. 
You know what feels? You know what feels good, Curran? What's that? And you guys can all attest. Well, actually, Alyssa can't. Okay. Is like today I had leg day and like I had a good solid leg workout with good, nice, moderate weight, getting the work in without the pain, you know. Like that, if I if I don't want to goblet squat a hundred pounds plus for <laughs> 10 reps, I don't fucking have to anymore. So no Bulgarian split squats then? I do do Bulgarian split squats, but just with like 30 pound dumbbells. That's all you oh, need. Not- not with a bar and three bands on each side. To no, work, work with, on your stability as well. Yeah, not with chains around my neck and, and <laughs> a, a nail in my foot or something. Yeah. <laughs> like God, it just feels better. Like I really, really enjoy working out because I do what I want. With you know, I get in there and I push myself, but like I'm not in there killing myself. I'm actually getting like a fun, good workout in. You know, feels dude. Good. You just at your own, your own time, your own pace. Like you don't have coaches yelling at you the entire time. I mean, it's it is nice. It's it's peaceful for sure. What's wrong with Alyssa? She has some laughing fits every once in a while. <laughs> it just it was funny when you said a nail. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I mean, like, it w- I wouldn't be surprised if it one day, like, they just started to put nails in your feet when you squatted or something. Like some of the I get, we- you, you make me, you say that, and then I, like, visualize Jeff Stanford yeah, holding like, down. Who, whose head was it? You remember when we had to do that neck? Like, they pushed yeah. down on your head. Someone didn't have a partner, and Jeff Stanford was over there just working this dude's head. I can't remember who it was, but he was, like, trying to push up against it, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, we just did some absolutely crazy Dude, Curran, shit. He would he would like drive his thigh into this kid's neck, dude. And like you were supposed like, to like push against it and shit. <laughs> Jeff just had this guy just literally could not move. Was trying to rip his head off. Oh, it was hilarious. Oh man, yeah, it was called manual neck. Yeah, and it was the dumbest fucking thing. And then me and Billy were over there. Billy was brother-in-law and me on the bench, you know. Yeah, nobody took it seriously. Nobody did it. Like, you were supposed to strain the shit out of your neck, for those who don't know what we're talking about. (laughs) You got a partner, and, like, the partner would, like, pull and push and press and jam and lodge and (laughs) dodge your neck for, like, an hour before you even worked out. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and, and it was the worst thing ever and then sometimes like as we went along you would do it at the end of workouts yeah and everyone's like we just want to get out of here and they're like nope you gotta do manual neck first coach i got class oh oh i'm sorry you're gonna get neck in yeah like oh <laughs> oh you don't okay. have a partner i got you come here yeah oh you need me to do it okay yeah just do it against the wall buddy yeah <laughs> like <dude. laughs> Oh man, but don't pay the athletes, you know. Yeah, yeah, they don't go through enough. No. Um, Alyssa, upcoming games you got this week? We're you home. Start val- do you start valley play t- this week? Start conference. That's right. That's right. Semo starts conference this Saturday. And you go to every game, right? Not away games. They're actually on the road this weekend, so I won't oh, be yeah. doing. I won't be doing any volleyballing, but I'll be doing some footballing and some soccer balling. Nice. <laughs> balling, balling. Yep. Nice. 
So it should be a good sports pack weekend for me. Um, I think, I guess one more thing I want to talk about, um, F1. Talk, this is talking F1 for those uh, you guys, neither of you, or you three probably aren't too interested, but I want to talk about it. Um, Daniel Ricardo won the uh, Italian Grand Prix. Big news. And they were off this past weekend. They're in Russia this weekend. So another quick point about F1, Drive to Survive on Netflix. Highly, highly recommend. You will get into the sport. That's how I got into it. I had no prior knowledge. Watched the documentary. Me, our buddy Lucas, and our buddy Hayden have watched it. We're all really into it. Um, it's a really sick sport, guys. I'm telling you. You might get hooked. Yeah. I like Norris. I like Norris. Lando? I like yep. Lando. Yep. McLaren. That's, yeah, that's, Daniel, that's Daniel Ricardo's um, driving partner. So he, he won Monza, which is what the Italian Grand Prix is called, and then Lando came in third. So good day for McLaren. Good day for McLaren. Yeah. What were you going to say, Skip? I was just going to say, like, obviously I love sports, but F1, I haven't really hopped on the train just yet. So I, I definitely need to check it out. And, if you're looking for something uh, to watch, watch the documentary first before you yeah, watch anything exactly. with the races. And you'll exactly what I was gonna say. Yep, maybe the the documentary will reel me in a little bit. Because it's essentially the way the documentary is set up. It's like an F one hard knocks. So like, but it's there's okay. So there's twenty teams, two drivers per team, and so they just go around like they follow all the teams. They go to every race. Like they they got like pit crew scenes. Like it's dope. The documentary is sick. Highly recommend. What was it on? It's on Netflix, for those of you uh, wondering and or asking, which would be a great time to plug our Instagram. Follow us on Instagram at figure it out underscore pod. No free ads, but we're paying for this one. <laughs> figure it out pod. Figure it out underscore pod on Instagram. Um, if you're on that social media app. And if you're on Twitter, my favorite app, Twitter is the best. It is the best app out there. Um, it is also at figure it out underscore pod. So please follow us on there. We'd love your support. Send us in some questions if you want to, honestly. Well, I think we're going to get uh, an email out there. I think we'll, uh, we'll, we'll do a post about an email. Um, you can send them in there or I think you should just be able to DM us, um, on those social media apps. Um, does anybody else have anything that they want to get off their chest before I let you guys go? I think any DMs with questions, comments, or corrections. I think if we got something wrong and someone is out there listening and shouting the right answer, they could DM us and let us know. Yeah, I like that. I love I love corrections, honestly. And quite honestly, I just want to know if I'm right. So actually, how about this? You can also send in, hey, Chandler, you did a good job, buddy. Okay. <laughs> and I might respond and say, hey, thanks, man. I really appreciate that. Or girl hey thanks girl i appreciate that <laughs> um so we will uh i love that suggestion anybody else got a suggestion skip current nope no suggestions just listen to what they say yeah honestly man keep up the great work uh been loving the pod so far so you can only uh keep improving and keep getting better so exactly looking forward to the future man so yeah it's uh some exciting times ahead 
Skip, thanks for uh, coming on, buddy. I really appreciate it. We'll uh, we'll have to have you on again. Uh, we ha- we've had some talks um, about a, a, a potential future uh, episode idea segment with you. So we'll keep that on the hush right now. Give a little cliffhanger for the listeners, if you will. There you uh, go. But, Love uh, it. I would imagine we'll be seeing a lot of a lot from you in the in the near future. Hey, can't wait to Perfect. keep figuring it out, my guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Keep figuring it out, people. We're out of here.